guys, you're welcome to another episode on the chat decks. So today we will be discussing about purpose. And this topic is very vital to me as it was something I struggled with for years. So here's a question. What is the purpose of waking up in the morning? What drives you forward? What directs you? What is life all about? What makes up the universe? What am I doing with my life? These are questions I ask myself every blessed day. 2018 and never got answers to don't worry i'll tell you why shortly now if you want to know the purpose of your life you have to start with god you may ask why my answer is very simple you can't tell you what your purpose is because you didn't make you believe it or not the only way you're ever going to understand your purpose in life is to one you have to talk to your creator I try to tell people all the time that God is not one big guy that sits up there and carries skin to punish anybody that doesn't listen to him. No. He wants to be friends with you. He wants to be a father to the fatherless. He wants to be a mother to the motherless. He wants to be whatever you want him to be. The only the only way to assess him or to have a relationship with him is to talk to him. He's not, he's not going to bite. Just talk to him. Now, another reason to understanding your purpose in life is to read the owner's manual. I will explain. You know how you go to a digital camera store to get a camera and you have no idea about it and you have to go through the manual to be able to learn how to set it up? The same rule applies to the Bible. Because you've never, you can never understand something you've not read. It's as simple as that. Just the way you can't understand a device or a gadget you've not used before. And then you always, when you buy them, you always see like a mini pocket guideline or a book save that can take you through the beginning to the end of how to set those things up. The same thing applies to the Bible. The only way you can get to know God and understand his purpose for your life is to study his word. You can't study his word if you just stay dormant and then look at the Bible as one big deal. Like, ah, these people, they are speaking too much grammar. That is why we have different translations. We have so many translations out there. Just pick the one that is convenient for you. I personally, I prefer the NLT, New Living Translation, to any other translations I've seen. So pick what's best for you. Pick what you can handle and then work with it. So as I explained earlier, you must understand that God has never created anything without a purpose. The minute you begin to understand that, begin to get that deep, you begin to recite it. The way you wake up in the morning and you have a routine of where you tidy your room, you eat, you brush, you bathe, do all those things. You should always constantly remind yourself that God has never created anything without a purpose. So if he created me, he has a purpose for my life. Now, every plant, star, human, animal, they all have purpose for existence. Take a plant, for example. We grow them for the purpose of eating them and for beautification, right? Yeah. Now, Genesis 1.31 says something. It says, And God saw everything that he made, and behold, it was very good. You need to take note of the word he used. He used very. He didn't use it was okay. Yeah, it was, you know or he he didn't use it was good he used the very good that's to tell you that god only goes for what is perfect what is best and if he is that kind of person that loves perfection to the core how much more you that he crafted molded in his own image and after his own likeness and for the fact that you are alive means he had a reason for creating you so you must understand that it is in christ we can find out who we are and what we live for you can't find it out elsewhere okay if you say it's a lie 
all the times you've been trying to figure out your life how far have you gone you've 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 continually been struggling you've continually been in the same position over and over again it's like you're going in circles and you're not achieving anything or before you get something you have to go through so much pain so much you have to give up so many things you have to sweat and everything is just like hard things are hard that is because most times we just don't want to be we don't want god to be involved in our business we just feel ah all these church things is not for me. It's not a matter of church. It's the relationship you have with him. That is the only way he can help you. Now, Colossians 1.16 explains that we are created for him. So we are created by him and for him. He made us for himself. God made man to be a replica of him. Because God is a spirit, isn't it? Like that, at least that's what the Bible tells us. So he needed to commune with us. He needed to have a relationship with us. That was why he made man. The whole essence of creation is just to have a relationship with humans, to be, to have a relationship with people that could replicate him. So that's why we are created. At least that's why Colossians explains to us that we are created by him and for him. So before you make statements like, I really need to find myself, you should understand that you can only find yourself in Christ. Don't ever get it twisted. The only way you can find and figure out your life is if you connect with Christ. You need to connect with God because you were made by him and for him. And until you understand that your life is never going to make sense, you will keep going around in circles. You will keep struggling. So 1 Timothy 6 explains some persons have missed the most important thing in their life because they don't know God. Now, you may ask how can I know God? I mean, what, what, what's that? What's going on? Okay, how do you know that you've been disconnected from God? Because some of us say, I know God now. I go to church every day. I read his word. I pray. I do this. Okay. Sometimes we don't even know we've been disconnected from God. Now, I'll give you, I'll tell you why you have been disconnected from God. The answer is very simple. It's worry. Now, when worry comes in, it begins to make you feel like, or it puts in a situation whereby there is like a bridge between you and god when you worry you are acting like god does not exist you say ah, ah, me acting like god does not exist yes because it is not by how much effort you put in sometimes eh, just let go and let god let god be god you can't be god you're man you're human you have flesh and blood and you remember like i said earlier you didn't make yourself so let worry be and let god be Please, it's, it's, I, I don't know how, uh, how else to explain this. And this brings me back to my story. I've always been known to be very independent. If you're very close to me, you know that I'm a very independent person. And I, I try. I'm not saying I do. But I try to live my life right. I, I try to do things the right way. I try to set out goals and achieve them, even if I don't most times. And uh, so... When things were not going fine for me, when when I was struggling, I think you know, I think I was in year two then. When I I began to deal with a lot, I had a lot of depression. Like guy, like I felt as if God didn't care for me. I felt like, nah, he's too busy. He doesn't have my time. Um, I ju- I just made up so many reasons why, why why what I was facing through and um, passing through, sorry, at the moment was happening to me. I just began to fabricate stories in my head that. It's because of 
this or that or that or that that god didn't have time for me it's because of he's too busy or he doesn't have time or like the way other um, some of us see him is a is god now before he go reason me don't reason now many people were there this life so there are so many things that entered my head that period that made me just feel now god doesn't really care about me but do you know the truth that wasn't what actually happened it was because the truth the honest truth is it was because i wasn't depending on him totally you may ask why now most times we tell god we want something we want him to do something for us right true and we still go ahead of him to go and do that thing it's just like now you ask your father for help over something that you want him to help you and do and then you didn't even allow him to process what you said or maybe get inquiries about what it is you want him to help you do. You just go ahead of him and do it. And then he asks you, I, I, I heard you did this or I heard you did that. Are you not waiting for me to help you again? And then you're like, hey, I just wanted you to know. That's the same way we treat God. Most times we just tell him, hey, God, I'm doing this. So. Or, or <laughs> the common one with um, ladies, especially when they are getting older or advanced in age. God, you better give me husband this year or I'm done. I'm finding demand for myself you don't even allow god to to come down to reason what you just told him you just go ahead and do what you want to do and then you target that he doesn't love you so the truth is most times we don't completely depend on god that's why we don't get what we want from him now a writer once said live in the moment when i heard that word it it struck me because Questions like, what matters to you the most? What happens when you die? These are questions that came to my mind when I heard the word, live in the moment. Because most of the times, we are so carried away by the things of life, the vanities of life, the accessories. I'm not disputing the fact that living large, living good is it's, it's good. I mean, it's good to have money in your account, to be able to assess this and that and that, to be able to go anywhere without money being the issue. Let it be that you have the money, you know, live the best life, drive the best cars, and so on and so forth. I'm not disputing the fact, good things of life. Even the Bible says, money answereth all things. So I don't think the Bible is against living living a comfortable life. But a life that is outside God's will, it's not, it's not God's purpose for our lives. It's not by living dirty and then getting struggles. Um, and when, when, when you live a dirty life, you now suffer and you have to deal with this or that. You now say, God, you were there when I was doing it. God, see, you didn't invite God, and two, God will not be part of something that is not going to benefit him. Neither is it going to help your faith. So, when the writer said, live in the moment, questions like, what matters to me the most came up. What happens when I die? Because, believe it or not, we will all die someday. What is going to be said about you when you leave this world? What is going to be your fate after you're gone? Are you going to be reckoned as someone that was just a gold digger or, or someone that all they cared about was money? Or are you going to be reckoned and remembered as someone that served God, still lived well, did the right things, f- found his or her purpose in Christ, and was successful in all ramifications? I think that's a more comfortable way to live a life. So the lesson I learned so far is God is not interested in what we do. He's not, he really doesn't care about what we do. But he's more interested in what we become. The reason why is you're not taking your career to heaven. Your car, all the cash you have, all those things that make you don't sleep at night, all those vanities of life that 
you can't even sleep well every time you're thinking your money your this your that god is not interested in that because those things won't take you to heaven the only thing that is going to heaven is you and god put you on earth to develop your character to grow up spiritually and become like jesus christ you want to be you want to be like christ then live right it's simple when things happen the usual response is why when when bad things happen to us the usual response you hear people say is why did this happen why did that happen um and the only response i have to say is 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 to make you live like christ if you if you look at the life of jesus in the new testament he went through a lot he went through um rejection by his own people when he had to say um, a prophet is not recognized in his own house now he went through even his um aside his own people rejecting him he went through betrayal from his very close dearest disciple jesus iscariot he went through denial from peter he had to carry the sins of the whole world just so that we can be saved today so for you to be able to you know for you to be able to glorify god for you to be able to grow spiritually you have to become like christ and the only way you have to become like christ is sometimes you have to you know go through one of the things you have to you have to struggle <laughs> not really struggle but you have to suffer <laughs> what was it called persecution you have to go through persecution. you say no, no no i don't want to go through persecution. then you can't be like christ it's as simple as that you can't be like christ if you're not ready to pay the price so you need to understand that you must know that if you if you're gonna if you're if god is going to make you like jesus christ if god is going to use you the way he used jesus christ to save the world then he's going to take you through everything jesus went through you'll be like ah, so i will even die no no it's not that you're not going to die for anybody but you're going to go through things when i mean persecutions or when i mean um, struggles i don't necessarily mean killing or anything that will take your life some people go some people's um persecutions are that far but for some people it would be maybe the things you're expecting god to do at the moment you don't get them so when you don't get things at the moment don't don't take it that god doesn't love you sometimes it's just is is it is a test of faith when abraham was asked to kill his only son did he ask god ah, why after how many years of waiting for his son no now you have to bring the ram no we are not doing this thing again he immediately took the bold step of faith to do that. You say it's crazy. That is his own test of faith. That is his own way of God putting him through Jesus' shoes. Even if Jesus was not in existence as a dead, but Jesus is still the son of God. So it still shows us that sometimes when we don't understand the things that go on in our life, why not just let go and let God? Why not just relax, live in the moment? Be grateful for the little things. Be grateful for family. Be grateful for health. Be grateful that you are alive. That you can even move to be able to see tomorrow and walk. That you can even eventually find the purpose and do something with it. So you have to live in the moment. You have to be grateful for the little things. When you feel broken, always know that you're not broken. You're just different. And see, eh, different is not bad. But remember that every problem is a character-building opportunity. No matter what you go through in life, no matter how bad things may seem, see it as an avenue to grow, an avenue to be better, an avenue to 
utilize the gift of God in you. See, we all have stories to tell someday. We will tell them. Some of us are telling them at the moment. Some of us get to tell them later in the future to our kids. Some of us have told them already in the past and are still telling them. But whatever you go through, always remember that every problem you face is a character building opportunity. It's just building you to who God has made you to be. So if you don't get things now, relax. Do more of talking to God, reading his manual, and living in the moment. So okay guys, that's all we have for today. I hope you learned something. Don't forget to subscribe and share. And you can always reach out to me on Instagram at ruby underscore e.o. I'll repeat ruby underscore e.o. And I'll be glad to answer any question you have. So I decided to start doing something. I decided to start doing a shout out after every episode. So today our personal fashion shout out goes to Sofa Adam Adam <laughs> Adamiv um, Preacher. Preach a day and Dimakatso Madi. Oh God, I hope I pronounced the names correctly. But anyway, shout out to you guys. Thank you guys for following and remain blessed. So if you want to be a part of the post notification shout out, all you have to do is follow me on Instagram and comment done. So until next time, I hope you remain blessed and don't forget, live in the moment. Bye.